It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Despite a dreary, windy, rainy day uh, this today, really fun show. Lots of fun. Yes. Um, the rain has mostly stopped here in Calgary, and so far, no catastrophic flooding, which is great news. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it gets a little nicer as the week goes on. Be great to see was, the sun again. Yeah, not as bad as they expected initially. So yep. that's always a good thing to hear. And the city is just so much better at dealing with the increased flow rates of the rivers and stuff now i think then the amount of work that i mean i go biking along the river every day and the amount of work that i've seen them do along those rivers for the last uh, well a couple years actually it's insane it is a ton of work i i forgot to mention this the other day have you been out to bragg creek recently no because they have like a big you know river flood mitigation program out there going and like they've moved these absolutely enormous boulders all along the banks of the river out there and it's just like well that's what they've done here they've entire like if you haven't been along the boat it's been entirely rebuilt like there are constantly more and more things that keep popping up and it's all stuff to for flood mitigation it's crazy it's really wild like the engineering involved is just kind of hard to wrap your head around it's cool though Uh, on the show today we're going to talk about is calgary soft of course, we got a heritage moment. Talk a bit about Pierre Polyev, the front runner for leadership of the Conservative Party. This oddly cheery video the city of Calgary put out. We're going to talk about the goat of summer smells. The Uber driver that I rode with the other day was listening to some unusual music in his vehicle. We'll get into that. A friend of mine works at a clinic specializing in vaginal health, and this got us laughing. Mm-hmm. First, you're out of context clip of the show. Panty hamster health services. It's a bit of... It's a bit of... <laughs> <laughs> Your panty hamster. All right. All right, man. Let's get a look at that panty, panty hamster. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So Father's Day is this weekend. And uh, with that, all the restaurants in town, I find, are coming out with their special, you know, Father's Day meals, the Father's Day specials. Mm-hmm. And you know what I find really funny about this is that every single Father's Day meal involves meat. It's all like tomahawk steaks or briskets, just like heavy meat meals. Not just involves meat, but is like, like very meat focused. Super hey? meat focused. And I was like, don't get me wrong. I understand that a lot of dads like meat, but not everybody does. Like, what about the vegetarian dads or dads who maybe don't like beef that much? Yep, dads and meat have a them? strong association. But you're if you're if you're a dad who doesn't like meat, you're just like, oh, okay. Right? You must hate this time <laughs> of year because everything targeted at you right now is meat. Everything meat. Meat. Right? Like. I found uh, I found the perfect music to go along with this too. Oh, amazing. I titled this Barbecue Rock because I think here just have a listen to this barbecue. Rock. Oh, that is a meat commercial that's, for sure. That's barbecue rock, oh, isn't that it? That is barbecue rock. <laughs> Are you a dad? Do you like meat? Of course you do. And do we have the Father's Day dinner for you? It includes all the meat you can handle. We've got white meat, dark meat, red meat, blue meat. We've got buffet meat. We've got buckets of meat. Meat with a side of meat. Meat for your meat. We'll cook your meat, barbecue your meat, carve your meat. We'll even beat your meat. Select and kill your own meat. Strangle it with your bare hands. Put it on a fork, in a bun, in your mouth. You can stick your meat anywhere you want. If you're a dad (laughs) who doesn't like meat, you might be a mom. (laughs) Father's Day meat, get it in ya. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend of mine works at a clinic with a focus on vaginal health. Oh. She was telling me this on the weekend. And I told her, I was like, we could probably come up with some names for it. 
Yeah. And she said, uh, that's okay. <laughs> she said, we, ha- we have a name already. And mm-hmm. I was like, but you haven't heard any of our ideas yet. No. Like, put that in our hands, Shauna. This is what you and I do. This is what we this do is best. This what we do best if we do anything well. Mm-hmm. It's this. Yeah. So do you have any suggestions for naming a clinic with a focus on vaginal health? Well, I mean, the obvious one would be that... The Sin Cave Clinic, right? Or mm-hmm. or Sin Cave Surgeons, something along those Sin lines. Sin Cave Surgeons. The Sin Cave Surgeons. I thought like Healthy Hoo-Hahs yes. or the Hoo-Ha Hospital. I was thinking about but that I as like, well. I like when, when people say instead of Hoo-Ha, you say it all as one word. Yeah. Hoo-Hahs. That's good. The, the Hoo-Ha Hospital. By the way, I also have Healthy Hoo-Hahs written here, so <laughs> we're, we're all in the same way. Like, what about Muff Mitigation? Some long, or, yeah. The, the kebab clinic, except oh, the, it's all gays. Panty hamster health services. It's a bit of, it's a bit of. <laughs> Your panty hamster. All right, all right, man. Let's get a look at that panty hamster. Panty hamster. <laughs> Hello. Yes, oh, this is panty yeah, hamster. Uh, <laughs> what was the what was the full name? Pa- the- panty hamster health services. I can't say it seriously. I, okay, so I couldn't work there. Pick up the phone. Good afternoon. This is Shauna. Are you having an issue? Is your panty hamster sick? PHS. Bring it in. It's like HS. Yeah, it's like HS. The the CEO of BHHS makes how much a year? That bloated middle management in the BHHS. I also had the front bum freshener. Oh, that's good. Wizard sleeve wellness. Uh, yeah, a puss practitioner. <laughs> vigorous vaginas, or it could be vigorous vaginas, oh, but you have to settle on one or the other. You got to make oh, the same good. G sound in both. Okay, that's good. What about the tulip gardener? <laughs> You're wearing dirty gardening gloves. Don't you have like nitrile ones or something? This doesn't seem. <laughs> those, don't, those don't work, man. We need the we need the medical ones, please. We should get these gloves. gardening gloves. Is that a trowel? Is that from Lee Valley. Oh, God's name. <laughs> oh, I don't think I don't think she's gonna take any of our suggestions. I really don't. I, don't I think. think so, eh? Well, that's too bad. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I can't stop. VNS in 20 minutes or less. We were chatting with our boss yesterday, and uh, somehow the trues came up. He was up in Red Deer, and he saw them. Right. Yep. And he was talking about how when he saw them, he walked by their, their tour bus, and they, they were passing off a key to one another to the hotel. And he was saying that what looks like it happened there is that they had one hotel room, that a couple of the band members, one or two of them were staying in, and then the rest were still sleeping in the bus. And then on a tour like this, they alternate. Yeah. Okay, you get the hotel room tomorrow night, right? then you're on the bus the next night. So they must draw straws or something for who gets the luxurious <laughs> hotel room, but then they all take turns, of course, showering in the hotel room, and then they'll come back to the bus and right. sleep. But not everybody gets one. It's so it's so interesting to me because I, I'm fascinated by... Um, how Canadian bands are doing financially, know. you know, because there are bands that are household names. Like mm-hmm. most people in Canada know the truths. They're yep. pretty famous in terms of Canadian musicians. I'd say they're quite successful. Yes. Very successful. They can go anywhere and draw a crowd. Yeah. But they're still like 
not all able to stay in a hotel room yeah. every night on tour. Right. They're successful, but not everybody gets their own hotel room successful. Yeah, yet. but he said yeah. they had like a nice big bus. Mm-hmm. They were pulling a trailer, which is like that. There's such a difference between van bands and bus with trailer bands. Like, yeah, the van that smells permanently of feet and an actual, you know, bus to go on. <laughs> there is a huge difference between those two. If you're sleeping in a van band, there are probably very few showers on tour. Yes. Unless, you know, the venue happens to have one. You spring for a hotel one night. You know, we can always tell when you come into the studio as well. And we're not blaming you because we totally understand. But sometimes you can, you, you do the sniff test. You're like, you're sleeping in a van, aren't you? When you were away, Matt Barry and I were talking about that. And he said, Vance Joy is the best smelling artist that he's met. Oh, wow. he's met a lot of artists, yeah, right? Yeah, true. And Vance Joy would have Hotel Every Night money, I'm he sure. He would have Hotel Every Night so, money, yeah. Oh, that's that's different from the guy. Like, There's like food in their hair, and you're like, yeah. someone's, someone else's socked foot was probably tangled up in your hair when you were <laughs> sleeping last night. Someone's <laughs> socked foot. There's I can a, tell what happened there. Yeah, there's, That was not comfortable for you, was There's it? Van Every Night money, which is no, no money at all. Yeah. Then there's tour bus yes. money, which is quite a bit more money. Uh, way more money, yeah. And then there's tour bus some nights, hotel room some nights yes. money, which is where the trues are at. Uh-huh. And then there's hotel every night money. Oh, yeah. Which is when you've really, really That's the it. big tier. So yeah, that's you where you strive. Socked Sock. foot in your face <laughs> while you sleep. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I had to take an Uber home from work the other day when my truck died. And, uh, you know, I'm sure this is the same for you, but working in radio, I always make note of what the driver is listening to in their vehicle. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I always tip my drivers, but I tip more if it's, if they're listening to X, right? Fair, yeah. It's usually top 40. I mean, sometimes the driver is from another country and they're listening to uh, music in their own language, yep. but I got into this Uber the other day and this is the song that the dude was listening to. Uh, but oh, what a difference since Jesus passed Oh Yeah. And I, I was like, I got to Shazam this. He was listening to straight Jesus music the whole way there. Oh, wow. And it was, yeah, good for it's him. It's like kind of an interesting choice. Uh-huh. I mean, hey, are you cool if we listen to my religious music? I guess so. Yeah. But, but then I remember that, like, in some places, it would probably be very common to hear gospel music just everywhere. There's gospel right? radio stations and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet in some parts of, like, the United States, you for get sure. into a gab and there's a good chance it's playing gospel Definitely. music, I bet. Yeah. Um, you and I were both raised in the church different faiths yes different faiths but uh-huh. it's funny like i haven't gone to church well i have gone but i like i haven't regularly gone to church since i was like a young teenager probably and i still remember all the words to all the songs that they used to sing there i remember quite a few as well do you, do you remember all the hymns yeah i remember uh let's see i got a few of them up here from youtube okay hope there's no swears let's play. can you imagine Be not should i join Yes. Okay, yes, that's, that's a good one. Uh, this is it's one that we had. Banger. Yeah, this one here. Shepherd, show me how to go or the hillside steep. Oh, I also noticed geez. that you're not looking at the lyrics on your screen. No, you're I looking was. Off there isn't any look. lyrics on my screen. You I know. just know it, hey? Yeah, I just know that one. You it's just for... know it. My mom used to sing that one to me when I was sick all the time. That was her favorite. It was her go-to. So. You guys had hymns in the house as well. We did. Oh, it was just church and school oh, for me. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. It was in was the house. No worship in music the bed. in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's another. Oh, this is a full choir. Oh, beautiful. 
Please tell me you sung like that in church. I should go back. Yeah. It's like, man, was that guy with the Vienna Boys Choir? Listen to his voice. That falsetto that you're using there? Did you use that in church, too? Just blast that across the walls? (laughs) Next time I'm at church with my parents, like at Christmas or whatever. Please sing like that. I'm going to bust that out. You got to. What? Yeah. That's how I sing. I was telling you about the (laughs) gentleman that used to be in church, and he was the most tone deaf person I've ever met, and he would belt it just, and everybody would kind of side eye him and be like, oh my God. His heart was open. He was in it. it. Maybe he was singing this one here. Oh, that's. Why do they all have that same voice, too? And that tune. Replay the, yeah. That, uh, what is that tune? I don't know what the tune is. It's a very famous song. Oh, yeah. Sing a new song See, that's more upbeat. Let your song be sung. We gotta do it with the falsetto. No, higher. I made this recipe with beets yesterday. You know, like the red beets? Yep. Beach is the name of a vegetable. Yeah, I know McKenna uh, eats them in there. Okay. Gross. Just as you don't like vegetables, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you knew what they were. Uh, but it's funny because as I was cooking them, I was like, oh my God, this smell reminds me of summer. For some reason, cooked beets reminds me of summer. And I think I realized mm. why. And it's because we used to grow them in our garden. And my mom would pick them growing up. And in the summer, she would make these recipes with them in the summer. And they reminded me of that. But it got me thinking about all the Not different... big on that smell. No. no. Because McKenna cooks them. It's so earthy. Yeah. It's... It smells like you've pushed your schmutz like right into the soil. It's true. Just like... Right into the earth, like bur- burying right right in there. Yeah, it's true. Beets are actually one of the worst things I've ever tasted, I would say. Mm. Okay. So. Well. Not for me, but I like anyway. beets. Anyway, <laughs> enjoy your beets. I thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, but it, yeah, it got me thinking about all the different smells of summer because I find recently I've been smelling all these different things, and it's like, oh yeah, summer's uh-huh. coming. Mm, that's good. So, what is the best? What would the goat of summer scents be? The goat of summer scents, because there's lots of ones like I mean, a stampede this- tent. I'm not. I'm. I'm kidding. I mean, the opposite of the goat. I'm kidding. <laughs> like the smell of vomit, pee, and day nine in a stampede. Oh tent. my god! And it's been hot. Yeah. Nope. 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 Not that nope. one. That's that's the least least favorite of them. I mean, along with manure, for sure, that would be down there too. Um, but you know, like freshly cut grass, for example, one of the oh, one of the great yeah, scents of summer. Yeah, that'd I find. be up there for goat. Mm-hmm. Petrichor, the smell after it rains. Oh yeah. Pretty well, tough the- to beat petrichor. I'm such a nerd. I forgot the, the, the official term for that, petrichor. Uh, actually, it's called petrichor. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's good. Uh, what else would be in the mix? Barbecue. The smell of barbecue, Ooh, obviously. Barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. What about just like a campfire? Oh. I mean, you people have fires year round, but mm-hmm. I think most people would associate that smell with summer, with camping, with backyard fires. You're right. Cooking a couple hot dogs over the fire. Oh, yeah. S'more. Yeah, cooked small. Roasting a mallow. Oh yeah, maybe that would. Yeah, those are all good options. Yeah, can't cut grass, petrichor, barbecue, campfire. (sighs) It's tough tough to to narrow it. Yeah, the combination of the four. That's that's the jackpot. Oh man, you just cut the grass, and then it rained, Mm -hmm. and then it dried up, and the sun came out, and you got a fire going, and and you're grilling over top of it. Oh. Oh, baby. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Friend of the show, Sean, just said 
suntan lotion. Suntan lotion. That's because, the, I mean, you really only smell it on the nicest of days. Right? But here's the thing, because some of it is disgusting. They've gotten way better, though, at making suntan lotion smell really good. And there's the one in particular, and it's almost the... Um, the, the Yeah, the suntan lotion with the tanning ability in it, if you know what I mean. And it has like a coconut scent to it. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I was thinking of just like copper tone sunblock. Like, I know. And that, that has a distinct smell as well. It does have a very distinct, like I said, only on the nicest days are you putting that on. Whereas like some of these other smells doesn't necessarily have to be that nice out. So maybe that is the smell of summer. You're right. Depending on what class you come from, maybe the smell of like a boat engine. Yeah. You know, I, if you're the type of person who has like boat money, yeah, you're. I mean, I my parents a have a boat, and I, boat. I spend a lot of time in the boat, but that's for some reason it's not one of the big ones for me. No. Yeah, I don't know why. That boat smell combined with the smell of a lake. Yeah. That's pretty good. I love the, the smell of the sea is a great one, but that's obviously again very very particular to where you are. We don't get that yes. smell here, and not so. specific to summer either. No, that's true as well. Yeah, so. Yeah, suntan lotion might be a good one to add. Or as you say, the boat smell, because you can only experience that in summer too. Very particular. That's right. Because right, grilling you can do all year round, right? Like there's people who barbecue all, all year That's round That's true. Well. I barbecue all year round. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think our combo smell there. The cup, that's still yeah. That's Bottle dream. that. That's what I dream of. Sell it to me. Mm -hmm. The BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. I was listening to an episode of uh, this local podcast called The Sprawl today, and they played a clip from this this video the city of Calgary put out regarding the rivers in the yeah. city and like talking about drought and and floods and stuff. And this was specifically on the topic of drought, which we're obviously not experiencing right now. No. The opposite of drought. But the, the host of the podcast commented on how cheerful this video was, given the bleakness of the material. And I'll, I'll play a clip for you here. This is meeting the needs of a growing population and dealing with the realities of a warming climate where droughts will become the norm in our region will continue to put more pressure on our rivers and water supply. Glaciers will continue shrinking and the snowpack will melt earlier in the spring. So we won't have the same steady supply of water in our rivers to sustain us through the summer and driest months of the year. Oh, wow. They're really trying to, yeah. to perk up what's ultimately not good news. Sounds right? a lot more upbeat than it should, for sure. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah. Good strategy there. That's city weird. Of, city of Calgary. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> what's I was going to say, I mean, I suppose they're just trying to... And make it a little more teary for what we need to I, hear, but the tone does not match the weird. message at all, no. does it? No. Ocean levels are rising and will eventually drown most, if not all, of our coastal cities. Climate change is making weather events far more severe than they ever used to be, which is resulting in more deaths. Resources will become more and more scarce until we're forced to fight and kill our neighbors, even for the basic necessities. And if that doesn't kill us, well, the sun will eventually burn out and we're all going to die anyway. A message from the city of Calgary. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I was outside yesterday for a little bit, and all of a sudden I heard the loudest F-bomb I have ever heard in my life. Like somebody screamed it, and it was far away. I think it was about two blocks away, <laughs> and it actually echoed down through the buildings of downtown. And I was like, what on earth just happened? And there was no, like, crashing or anything to go along with it because, you know, you'd think, well, did this person just get hit by a car? Or, like, why did they yell this, this pronounced and this loud? But, no, it was just, it was silence. It was fairly calm. And then all of a sudden, this, this is just the loudest F-bomb you've F. ever, seriously. <laughs> like, 
I sparingly yell swear words ever, <laughs> right? Because you you know you don't want people to hear. I'll I'll swear on you know within your own little. But yelling it is very rare. And yelling it that loud where it actually echoes down, what, three city blocks? <laughs> what on earth happened to this person? Maybe, maybe they just had a little schmelty. I, I mean, it happens to the best of us. You have a schmelty. You have to let, got to let that anger out of your heart somehow. I hope he's okay. <laughs> like, I heard this and I was just like, I almost posted in this community Facebook group <laughs> I'm a part of, like, just asking if anybody else had heard it. And if anyone knows, like, is the dude okay? Because it was... That was pronounced. Like, it was something that you're... Like, children heard that, that were in the condos beside me. I was just like, what is going on here? Uh, you know what? You got to let it out sometimes. I, you do. I suppose so. Maybe, maybe someone had... The, they were already having a bad day, mm-hmm. and then their headphones got caught on something and got ripped out of their ears. That would be justified for screaming, screaming right. an F-bomb, wouldn't it? I mean, that's infuriating. Maybe they bit their tongue. Maybe they stubbed their toe. Maybe, yeah. Like These are the things hard. that make you like irrationally angry, it's true. right? Yeah, even hitting your funny bone in a in a way, you know, <laughs> if it's a certain time of day and you do that, oh, this is not what I needed right now, and mm-hmm. this is kind of uh, you're I've right. reached the threshold of what I can deal with in a calm and controlled manner. I need to, you're right. I need to scream the f word. I mean, the time that I woke up, remember I was telling you when I hit my head off the the cabinets, and it was like three in the morning, and I wound up on the ground in my kitchen all by myself at three a.m. trying to get up for work, and it's just it was cold and miserable out. And that was a time where yeah, yeah, it all just, you're it, right. I could have swore real loud there. It stacks up on you. Okay, all right. And I think it's it's justified. Okay, right? good. You're so. making me feel better that he he's okay. Yeah, he's probably fine. Just, he was just having a bad day. And it was a culmination just, of just okay. several things. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> Good. DNS <laughs> in 20 minutes or less. Shana, I know you're not like super into politics, right? No. No. But you've probably heard the name Pierre Polyev. Right? Yes. He is kind of thought to be the front runner for leadership of the Conservative Party. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know that even if you're not following the race closely. And he's got his supporters quite energized. His rallies like attract lots of people. Yeah. And the people who love him really love him. My buddy loves him. Calls him Uncle P. Amazing. He sent me this video. Uncle P. P, He's like, look what Uncle P's up to. He sent me this video uh, that Uncle P just released, and it was titled, I beat Trudeau in debates. I'll beat him again, (laughs) which is really, really funny to me. (laughs) Uh, Reminds me of that line from Happy Gilmore. He's like, that's right. I'm going to beat your ass on the course. (laughs) Yep. That's. I wonder if that's where he got his inspiration from. Just a little Happy Gilmore Take right before he Gilmore goes. Route. Uncle P just bumping himself up. Unfortunately, though, I think that kind of touches on a big problem with our politics. Is that you know Polyev is great at what he does, which is like hounding the prime minister and holding his feet to fire to the yep. fire in the House of Commons, right? And like trying to get straight answers like that. He's really good at that. Yeah. But being the person in power requires a completely different set of skills. It's true. Yeah. And does. Does Uncle P have those skills? If you're the one in power, then you have a target on your back and everybody is going at you. That's right. Right now he's on the attack. Yeah. It's nice to be on the attack because people aren't focused on what you're doing. They're all focused on this guy over there and you can just throw... Throw things at him too. Yeah, you know? try to set traps for him. Try yeah. to make him look stupid. That's try the fun part. Try to come up with some part, real good right? one-liners to tell oh, us and, during debates. Yeah, it's all zingers, right? Yeah. And that's—I mean—it's part of the reason that I think a debate is a really dumb way to choose a leader. You know, like we have these televised debates, and it's like, who won the debate? Yeah. Really, I mean, who cares? Really, what what does that have to do with 
leading the what are the zingers that you come out with in the debate? You yes. know, like the little clips that they play on the news. What does that have to do? It's basically with become a, a stand-up comedy routine. You rehearse your 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 one-liners. You have a bunch of them ready, and then you just really hope you can get a zinger in there. Bit of a roast, yeah. right? And everyone goes at the at the, the, yes, the person the who's in power, right? And they're yep. on the defense. So I don't like, yeah. you know, I know can. But once you win the debate, then you actually have to. If you're elected, you have to run the country, which is completely different than debating. And can can Pierre Polyev do that part of the job? I don't know. That's or is he only question. good on the attack? Yeah. I always think that we should... This is why you should have a, a boxing match or something between them instead, you know? It makes about as much sense. It does, as, yeah. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I got an email from a friend of the show, Todd, and he was talking about our chat about the rain that we had yesterday, and he made a good point. So this is the email. He says, hi... Heard you and Beck were talking about the rain and how we don't usually get that here or as much of it. I lived in Squamish for a few years and there was no hesitation by locals to go for a bike ride in a torrential downpour. People just seemed to accept that it rained. I can't help but think of the Vancouver people looking at us now and saying, oh, who's soft now? He said, my dog won't even go over the threshold to go outside right now. And I was like, you know what, Todd? You have a point. You've got a point. You have a point there, Todd. It's totally true. And I mean, obviously, it's a bit different with flood concerns, but even when it just right. generically rains here, I find people, we go into full hibernation. Like, yeah. there will not be a soul outside. That's a really good point. Uh, yeah, of course, like, when there is flood risk, that's totally different. different but, but you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. I am not in a flood zone where I live. And I looked outside, I'm like, I'm not going outside. I know. It's raining out there. <laughs> and it's totally true. Like, last time I was in Vancouver, it was pissing rain, as it does a lot of the time. And everyone's out. Everybody just goes out anyway, and they ignore that it's raining. And Well, they... if you didn't go, if you were afraid to go out in the rain in Vancouver, you wouldn't go out very often, would you? Yeah, you sure so... wouldn't. No. So, I mean, I know that's part of it, too, but it's true. Like, we, if we dish it out, we have to be... We got to be able to take it. Yeah, they're soft with it. winter. We mm-hmm. are a bit soft when it comes to the rain. We totally are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just look at it. Ew. We've talked before about how we're soft with heat, too, right? We are soft with heat If it's well. like 30 degrees, we're like, oh, goodness. Yep. Oh, it's so hot. We are. Whereas like some places, 30 is not too bad at all. People here so. start complaining when it's 24 and above. People are like, mm, uh, too hot for me. I'd prefer 18, maybe 15. Yeah, yeah. R- room temperature, not too much That's above it. that. If yeah. it's above room, I don't know. It's true. So. You're right. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Calgary soft when it comes to the rain. Oh, it hurts. To it say does that. hurt to say, doesn't it? Let's not have that catch on. Nope. No, I just but like I do have to admit little, it. Ooh, I got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Calgary. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that hurts. Geez, I'm gonna go do something in the rain today. Just. <laughs> hey, no? guess what? I'm not soft. I, Look at me. I'm standing out in the rain. Look I went me. for a bike ride yesterday <laughs> in the rain. It was pissing, and the wind was at 80 kilometers an hour, and I still went out on a bike ride. So there you go. Okay. Uh, you're doing your part. Bo I'm doing my part. Bo and I watched six episodes of The Simpsons under a blanket. So. Okay. Well. Yeah, I'm you going to stand out in the rain and stand there and do nothing. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A Calgary Heritage Moment. The Calgary Flames announced the passing of a legend yesterday, former trainer Jim Bearcat Murray. He was the team's head trainer from 1980 until 1996, and although he wasn't a player, was one of the most well-loved members of the Flames in the team's entire history. Bearcat was born in Vulcan, Alberta, but moved to Okotoks as a young child, where he remained until his passing. He was a self-taught trainer who also served with the former Calgary Centennials and Calgary Wranglers, along with the Calgary Cowboys when they existed, and he worked as an assistant trainer with the Calgary Stampeders. To the players, he was seen as way more than a trainer. He was a mentor, a psychologist, and the team's dad. 
He was known to never be in a bad mood, as long as he didn't call him Jim, that is. He was to be called Bearcat. And everyone knew him, even fans. In fact, he was so well-known that a Bearcat Murray fan club formed amongst the Flames fans, a club with several chapters outside of Calgary, including in Boston and Montreal. You could actually buy Bearcat t-shirts outside of the arenas in these cities when the Flames were visiting. Fan club members would bring signs that would say things like, Bearcat is my hero. They'd all don tracksuits just like Bearcat did, along with fake mustaches and identical hairstyles. He was also known for his magic elixir that he'd give to players who were feeling under the weather, a mixture of mostly vinegar, tea, and some other mystery ingredients. But it was known to make players feel infinitely better. He'd always go above and beyond and check on players who were injured and even covered for some players to save them from the wrath of a coach or upper management. He cared about everyone, and that feeling was reciprocated by the team and the fans. In 2009, Bearcat Murray's legacy was cemented when he was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. This has been a County Heritage Moment. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.